Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was a good start. Hello. Welcome to People Our Age, our podcast that we just created today. I'm Shannon. And I'm Jill. Or Syl. I'm also sipping on a course, so excuse the... Sipping. The sipping. Shannon's drinking a really classy beer from Creature Comforts. It's called Tropicalia, and mine is... Coors Light with the can that might turn blue when it's cold, but it could also just be a... Pa- oh, no, it is. It's cold packaged. Oh. She's displaying it for you. You can't see it. Born. Um, but yeah, welcome to our podcast. Uh, I am a single woman in her 30s, about to be 31 in like um, two weeks. Um, and and I am married. I am also 30. Um, my birthday is in July, so I'll be 31. So if anyone is looking you know, to share the wealth... Um, keep me in mind. Yeah, but me first because my birthday comes first. Mm-hmm. Very fair. Um, but yeah, so the whole point of this podcast and the reason we decided we wanted to is because obviously, number one, we think we are hilarious. We are, yeah. But we are funny. Like, you could ask literally anyone we know. Mm-hmm. Um, but more so, I really enjoy listening to podcasts and like listening to people talk about situations that they've been in or how they've handled things and like because it helps me kind of process how I might handle if I was in that situation or helps me just kind of like learn how to do something moving forward. So, um, and I like to laugh. Yeah. Um, we also named this people our age, uh, because we were trying to think of the audience, you know, we're trying to appeal to and, um, yeah, that's what we came up with. People our age, you know, it's tough being in your thirties. Um, we have a lot of struggles whether it be financially or if you're dating or you know if your parents are constantly you're asking financial you and you're dating yeah and you if know. you're trying to tell your parents why you still don't have children and you're you know 30 and you're all drying up in there and they still just keep pushing pushing away just pushing pushing so hopefully you know if you're our age you can maybe relate to some of the things that we are talking about going through um, maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you won't. You don't always have to learn something, don't you? No, worry. you don't have to learn something. Please. Actually, I would encourage you not to learn anything. If you um, could forget a few things as well. We don't know what we're talking about. We're just, you know, we're just bantering. Um, maybe we'll, we'll tell you some stuff that could help you. Yeah. But the whole, the whole format of this show is to start, we're going to do icebreaker questions that we found on the internet. Um, and then ones that we kind of sort of made up our own because some of the internet questions are really boring. Um, and then we're going to have like a situation station where we're going to talk a little bit about situations that we've been in that we either like nailed it, like the outcome was really good because we did a good thing, or ones that we didn't do so hot on and wish that we had done better. Right. Um, so we'll see from there. And then the lastly, we are going to do a recommendation corner. We just recommend things. It could be a restaurant. It could be a mentality. I don't know. That one was a, a big one. A, a way of living. A way Change of everything about yourself. Actually, this is a cult. Yes. So, Call your dad. So you're welcome mm-hmm. to our cult. And you're welcome for our cultish ideas. Yeah. Cool. So, well, we. I always like to tell the story of how Shannon and I met. Um, because I think it's funny. Um, way back... In the day, about almost 16 years now, which yeah. is crazy, um, I was dating this kid um, that I had met at a summer camp from my high school, and whatever, we dated for two weeks, but it turns out that Shannon was the girl that he dumped 
to be with me. Um, but then he obviously dumped me two weeks later. He actually broke up with my away message and his response was, oh good, you're not there. Yeah. Which is actually really pretty telling of the rest of my romantic relationships. <laughs> oh say. good, you're gone. Oh good, you're not here. By the way, I don't like you. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, and then I guess, I think I found Shannon or maybe she found me, but... Ultimately, he was on Live Journal, yeah. uh, and Shannon had commented on his Live Journal. Yep. And then after the fact, I found Shannon, and we both hated him enough to become friends. So, yes. So um, hey, Mike. Um, hope you're doing well. Or or not. It's chill if you're not because you break up with away messages. Yeah, he did the same thing to me. Don't worry. Fifteen years. The wound is still fresh. We're my still friend. thinking about it. Yeah. So. You probably don't think about either of us. No, probably doesn't. <laughs> but you know what? Fine. We're better off without you because she's married and I'm single and I have a cat. Yeah. Yeah. You showed him. Um, but we're both from New York. And honestly, if Mike hadn't come into the picture, we probably would have never met, which would have been the worst thing ever because now Shannon lives in Atlanta for six years. I just moved to Decatur, which is like a little suburb off of Atlanta, which is pretty much Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and now we're here and living our best lives, sort of. The best one we have. With thousands and thousands of dollars of crippling debt. Well, you know what? That's fine. Tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, no, you were right the first time. Okay, fine. I mean, for you, maybe. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, um, so yeah, let's get into our icebreaker segment. Mm. So we have approximately seven pieces of paper here. Uh, We'll probably do about three, if four, if we're feeling funny. Ooh. Um, But we're just going to read it. So I will start. Let's start with the one Shannon contributed, because naturally I contributed six. (sighs) If you were a wrestler, what would your entrance theme song be? Well, you wrote this one, so hopefully you have an answer. Oh, I do. Okay. You want me to go? Oh, yeah. Okay. She's a lady. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. Is that meant to, like, intimidate? Uh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Definitely. Or also just to remind. That you're a lady. Yes. Because um, wrestlers can be pretty muscular, and I would assume you'd be yoked AF. Oh, yeah. And people would be like, is she a lady? And then you would play, she's a lady. lady. But I'm also, like, very classy. Like, don't forget it, though. Like, I have manners, and I'm just, like, Your wrestling persona is classy? Yeah. Oh, okay, because you're... But I'm a lady. You are a lady. But, like... Okay. Why do you gotta poke <laughs> holes in that? No, I'm just thinking, like... Never mind. I don't know. I'm just picturing your outfits and stuff and like, how I'm are you come supposed out to dress? intimidate? I don't know because I'm a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, the only thing that I can think of now is because we went out the other night. Um, FYI, if you're in the Atlanta area and someone suggests, let's go to the Claremont. And in your head, you're like, yeah, that sounds cool. It's in a hotel. So it's got to be classy. Well, the Claremont Hotel is pretty classy, but the Claremont Lounge in the basement isn't really a lounge at all. Whole different story. It's a divey strip club, um, which, don't get me wrong, it was super fun to go there. Like, I watched a 57-year-old woman strip to a John Cougar Mellencamp song, which was weird, um, but also, like, oddly refreshing. Because, um, you know, she just took, like, a totally different take on that. There was, like, a really emo, like, scene, scene emo girl who danced to, like... Paramore, I think. No, it was like like a oh man, can't no one would know it anyway. It would was like you, some. It was like a like a 
kind of screamo. Like falling into the ashes of my bleeding wrists or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. And yeah. she just like stripped to it. And you it know, was, that was that was nice. I like that because that really, I connect with you that. Did, you did really look at her quite I a bit. Did Shannon, like her. Shannon got up from our table to like watch this girl dance too. But not in like a sexual way, more in like a dang, I get it. Way. I just, you know, I wanted to, if I'm here, I'm going to be here. I'm going <laughs> to. I paid $10 to get it. Yeah, there is a $10 cover as well. And it's cash only. But great time. You can smoke inside if you smoke. Um, and we just... Oh, and the shots are actually huge. They're they're like uh, oh, eight God, ounces. Uh, I'm getting a little... They're not eight ounces. No. But it's like it's like a medicine cup halfway full. So it's like... It's making like part of my mouth and nose tingle. Yeah, like I'm getting watery right now yeah. thinking about it. But it was like a two gulper. For sure. It's it's really not something that goes down smooth. No. Especially when you're drinking, like, well whiskey. Woof. Oh. Anyway. Okay, let's not go back to that. Because we, we literally spent all day yesterday recuperating. Yeah. That. We're no longer hungover, but. We yeah. Can. It took a full. I mean, that's another thing. People our age. You yeah, know. You know. probably know that it takes a full 24 to 48 hours to not feel hungover anymore. Even if you're just drinking alcohol. Um, so much suffering. But, yeah. Okay, so my wrestling song would be. Man, the only thing that can come to mind right now is that damn misery business business song. Well, I like that from though. Paramore. I mean, oh, okay. I was like, that can't be the song. That's misery business. I know, but it didn't sound like it when you were singing it. Well, I got a word one That's it. Um, but only because when we were at Claremont, our friend said that her walk up song in softball would be Misery Business by Paramore. So then I was like, that's cool. And now it's in my mind. I'm not like a giant Paramore fan, but I just feel like whatever yeah, the hell yeah, it sounds like. It would have like a good punchy start. And, and it's people, empowering. It's like a, you know, it's, it's, you know, you know. Who would your fans be? Oh, people our age. <laughs> <laughs> um, my husband uh, in the audience. That right. would be him. You're a you, trophy husband? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, we'll never refer to her husband by his actual name because we're pretty sure he doesn't want anything to do with this. No. Um, and no. if we say something embarrassing, we just want to keep, you know, keep the innocent innocent. Yeah. If I ever tell, like, stories um, referencing him, he probably just doesn't want people to know. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if you, like, knew me, you might know. But don't Google me or anything. Yeah, don't Google me. Don't at me. Yeah, don't do any of that. Don't slide into her. Well, no, you can slide into the DMs because, like, we get bored. Yeah, you can slide in. Actually, speaking of being bored, so there's this new app called Ship. Oh. Which, if you want to sponsor us, please do. Oh, yeah. Um, but Ship is cool because it's cool in theory. Right now, I don't think that they have enough robust of a user base for it to be, like, yeah, a dating app, really. Like, it's really new. But it's, like... You can go on and then you can create like a girl gang or like a friend gang and like invite your friends, even if they're married or in relationships, and they can swipe for you, which is nice because sometimes you don't see somebody because you're like, eh, they're not my type. But then when your friend swipes on them, you'll take a second look. Anyway, so far, Shannon has swiped me on a peacock, Mm -hmm. like an actual bird. And I tried to have a conversation with him and then he deleted his profile. He said he was a humble bird, right? Like he, I don't know what that was. Then he was gone. And then I'm pretty positive, and I have absolutely no qualms. Like, I'm all about people who are created differently or have uh, disabilities or things like that. But she definitely swiped me on a man who had no eyes. His eyes were just closed. And like, I mean, but they looked hollow inside. Okay. Well, like, I don't think there were globes in there. Did, <laughs> did he respond? 
No, Shannon, because he couldn't see my messages. Okay. Because you swiped me on. Well, he saw line. enough to swipe right on you. He just wrote, hey, beautiful. How do I know he didn't, like, voice the text that? How would he know if you are beautiful? He's probably just taking a stab in the dark. <laughs> God. No. Okay. Right. If he had any followers, they're gone now. <laughs> that wasn't even on purpose. Oh, Okay, my that's God. so funny. So, but <clears throat> it's a tricky app right now because <laughs> what's my voice doing? It's tricky right now because they're like, like Jill said, there aren't many people on the app. And if they're signing up for it, I think they're like, just like, oh, what's this weird thing? Right. Like there'll be people that'll be like, Bartholomew is 1,220 miles away from you. Like people aren't close. People who are close are blind. They're either blind or they're holding up a bag of marijuana or actually showing their whole penis. That was really... Not the penis whole, like their entire penis. The whole thing. It was a lot. And so don't be that guy, just if you're listening. Don't be that. But like proof that it's such a new app that they're not even monitoring. No. Like, you've watched Silicon Valley? No. No. Okay, well then that won't be funny. But anyway, on Silicon Valley they created something that was supposed to be able to scan whether or not a food was a hot dog or not. (laughs) And that was like the whole premise. It's like hot dog, not hot dog. And then they were like, oh my god, you've made this code that also can detect dick pics. Oh. And so, like, SHIP doesn't have that yet. SHIP needs a hot dog, no hot dog Mm -hmm. scanner. Great. Yeah, because there was a... There was a really... Beefy dog on that. Wow, it was a lot. Yeah. But not the kind where I'm like, oh, hey, mister. It was more like, why is your wiener out, dude? Yeah. You're just trying to mass wiener everybody? Ballpark, Frank. (laughs) Um, There was one guy who was just, like, straight up, like, I want head. Okay, well... (laughs) I don't even know if We that, all do, does okay? Does that work? I, I there has know. to be... That's like that David Cross joke where it's like, you know, you have the... The... Oh, what is he? Garbage garbage truck guy who hollers at all the girls on his route. And he's yeah. like, because you know one time he found some lady who liked to fuck on a pile of garbage. <laughs> There's always one. There's always one. Okay. I mean, whatever. Anyway. It's a great app. I have a lot of fun because I like to play tinder though when, i did text her when i said to her she's i can't download this i'm gonna get in trouble. i thought i would get like a, in a lot of trouble if my husband found out i had like a dating app on my phone like i don't want to you know i don't want to cause any problems i'm not trying to date i couldn't date let's be honest couldn't oh do it they've literally been together for like 11 years like if either of them tried to date i don't even know what would happen it would be like me with the guy with the wiener out, or like I would be holding up a bag of something. Please date me. Anyway. Yeah. So, good thing she's married. But um, it's a great app. I think it's fun. I think more people should do it because so we can get like a better. So I can get a boyfriend is really yeah, what she's Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love that. Um, more people, more people who are serious about dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and not so many dick pics. Not so many. More eyes, less dicks. Yes, more eyes, less dicks. Yeah. And that is, if there's a question that is a slogan for my life, I would like <laughs> it to be like that. <laughs> if one of the icebreakers is, <laughs> what's the name of your autobiography? <laughs> More eyes, less dicks. <laughs> That's it. Whatever. Okay. All right. You're up. Pick a question. <sighs> this one's like a long one. Okay. What's the most awkward thing that has happened to you on public transportation? Yeah. Um, I have two answers for this. Wow. Okay. I don't know if I have... Um. Okay. The only public transportation I've actually taken was the LIRR, which is the Long Island Railroad. 
Okay, you've been on the subway in Manhattan. Yeah, but nothing awkward has happened to me on the subway. Which oh, is Oh, no, I haven't. No, no, no. Okay, I have one. So, um, for my 20th birthday, um, my friends from college and I went... For the record, it, this was my story, too. No, was it? Okay, we went to the city. Um, that's what we call it when you're from Long Island. You go to the city. And we were... On the subway, and I was like, I didn't hold on to... <laughs> I forgot it was you that happened to. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank God I didn't tell this story. I would have fucked it up. Yeah, I forgot to hold on to, like, a bar or something. I don't know. Like, I thought I was, like, fine and well-balanced. She thought she was train surfing. She thought she had the good, you know, weight distribution. Like, good calves and everything. Didn't calves. have it. <laughs> My calves were particularly beefy. They, yeah, I just thought I had it. Um... So the the sub the train it goes and I fall into a stroller with a child inside of it. <laughs> she was flat out sat on a baby <laughs> on the train and I remember looking at her and it was literally like someone had like taken her away from me because she like both her hands and arms were her arms and legs were out like mama like she became a baby and then when she stood up the baby was like. Whoa. Like, the baby wasn't sad or upset. It was just so confused. So like, why were you in my seat? Like, adults. And I was just, like, profusely apologizing to the mother. And she was, like, kind of unfazed. And she was She, like, like, really wasn't that upset, which was shocking. But it was just so absurdly funny. Oh, man. Yes. I forgot that that was... And your friends kept referring to homeless people as hobos. Like, yeah. audibly and, like, around them. And I'm like, oh, I can't stand these well, upstate people. Anymore. Yeah. Upstate, you know, you don't see that kind of stuff. There were homeless people upstate New York. Where? Poughkeepsie. Okay, that's not upstate. They're from, like, upstate, upstate. Like, uh, Buffalo. Like... I'm going to Google the uh, the homeless Buffalo population. I mean, uh, you I know mean what? Homeless, There's the homeless, homeless population of Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> not actual buffaloes. Um, Each no. year, thousands of buffaloes are homeless. Uh, they have no home. Where would they even have a home? I don't know. On the range? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, All right, what are your stories? Oh, oh yeah, mine. Okay, so mine was that. Also, Shan's cracking another beer. What's up? That's another part of this podcast where you have to drink to do it because you gotta be full of juice to get loose, you know. Um, trying to get a little loose here. What else? No, so that was my first story, but I had forgotten it was you had fallen. So I'm glad that you told yeah, that. But my funny. personal story was I was like 13, coming home. Mm, 13's young. Let's call it. 14. Oh, that's better. I mean, 13 is really young, but I don't know. I said that twice. Anywho, meaning I wouldn't have been on the bus by myself at 13, but at 14 I would be. Right. So like I went to school that was like kind of far away. My dad worked there. So in the morning he would drive me, but in the afternoons it was usually up to me to figure out my way home. So you would have to take the F train to 179th street and then transfer to the Q36 to get back to my parents' house. And it was a long trip. It was like a solid 45 to 50 minute ride. And so I fell asleep on the bus one day and I woke up and this girl that I had gone to grade school with who had lived, who actually went to my high school as well. She woke me up and she's like, Jill, I think this is your, our stop. And I was like, well, obviously, because we got off the both same spot. And then she's like, oh, also that man was looking up your skirt. (gasps) And so this like creepy dude was, because I was, 
passed out. I was wearing a school skirt because I was in Catholic school. And I guess he was just, like, staring at my skirt the whole time. Oh, And, like, God. in retrospect, I don't know if as... Because she would have been 15. I don't know if I would have had the gumption as a 15-year-old to be like, hey, stop looking up her no. skirt. But, no. like, I was just like, oh, okay. So, like, awkward is... <laughs> Shannon's story is awkward funny. Mine is awkward, highly uncomfortable. But that's, like, one of the... Oh, and then one time I was on the Long Island Railroad uh, taking the train into the city. And... Um, it dry, you know, it rides through like residential neighborhoods and suburbs and stuff like that. So on the side, uh, outside on like the side of the tracks, I saw this man peeing and I guess he thought no one could see him, but his ween was out. And then he like, I understand, from my understanding as men urinate, they need to jingle it at the end. Jiggle it, not jingle. Yeah, jing- <laughs> jingle it, it actually makes jing- like a nice little bell noise. A little ping, ping, ping. Um, j- jiggling it <laughs> to get off the excess drippers right but he did it in a way that i was like how did you not break that off it was like it was crazy looking and i just it was like a split fucking second but i managed to as i approached see his ween and it's peeing as i'm like passing him though it's like bing 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 (laughs) it was was just a jingle yeah it was a jingle but i was like 15 when that happened. and you'll never forget it i will never forget that penis (laughs) (laughs) and the jingle jangle Oh my god yeah wow those were some stories yeah those are good ones but let's keep going okay. um okay what was one weird weird can be chosen however you want to mm-hmm. make it what was one weird rule or understanding in your household growing up mm. okay for me is that we didn't curse and I used to have, like, and which was, like, I mean, I, I have a pretty bad mouth now, but I had a bad mouth then, but, like, I knew I didn't curse in front of my mom. I remember once that, like, I knocked over a glass, and I went, shit, and then I walked down the hall to go get paper towels to clean it up, because I was in my mom's room next to my mom, mm-hmm. knocked over the glass, spilled it, went to go get paper towels, and I was, like, shoot, 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 shoot. So I kept trying to say it to, like, cover the facts, but so when I came back shit. in the room, I went, shoot. She's, like, what did you say? And I was, like shoot uh, like i know you didn't say shoot though i found out proof that this was actually a weird thing in my house i'm not saying it's not it's weird to not curse like i understand like some families do that but like the product of anxiety that it created or the, the anxiety yeah. that came from that like my brother apparently also said shit and my mom went what did you say and he went shitkin <laughs> you know shitkin the old chicken and and my mom was like I only let him fly because I thought it was funny. <laughs> um, but, like, my dad owned a small business that operated out of our basement. Um, and he had the worst mouth. You would hear him on the phone in the basement as if it was, like, a bubble. You couldn't hear him be like, this fucking guy, that motherfucker, and, like, all this stuff. And then that one time I heard him watching television. No, excuse me. He was sitting in the, our back room watching television. He was on a phone with a colleague, maybe. I don't know, an associate. And he was like, yeah, I saw, I saw the statue of David. That was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. So much detail. I could see the veins on his cock. <gasps> no. And I was like, and I remember going, dad. And he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't know you were there. I'm like, veins on his cock, blue. Who are you talking to? Like, That's the other thing. It's like, who was on the other side? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I saw that too. It was really nice. <laughs> you really get, that's a nice vein. You could really get <laughs> really get some blood out of there if you needed to. You know, if he ever had a drug problem, 
Yes. I know where he should start with shooting up. Mm, 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 mm. Right in the peen vein. Wow. Um, yeah, well, I wasn't allowed to curse either, but I did anyway. Oh, and I would tell people, like, when I think Shannon came to my house for the first time, I was like, by the way, we don't curse in this house. Shannon was like, okay. I wasn't <laughs> planning on just, like, a slew of obscenities the minute I met Throwing around. around some F-bonds. Fucking Karen! <laughs> hey, Holy Ma. shit! Fuck you! Hey, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me to this. This is a nice fucking house you got here. Damn. I take a big fat shit in that bathroom, but good. Because <laughs> that's how we talk. Yep. Like the Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we were at like 16. Um, Mine is that my house was so immaculately kept. My dad had just, it had to be clean. Um, taking off the shoes was like always something that was ingrained in my brain and it still is yeah. in my house. You take your shoes off, but that was like not the norm. Like there were people I'd go to their house and they were like, you don't have to take them off. Right. Like if you take off your, your shoes at a household that doesn't take off your sho- their shoes, it's like, okay, well now I don't have any shoes on. <laughs> yeah. You like feel kind of weird. Like, oh, I wasn't supposed to do that. Like you're the outsider now, even right. though like don't wear your shoes in the house. I mean, if you, uh, whatever, I'm not going to shame you, I guess, but. Just, that's how, that's how we were. Everything is super clean, like, spotless. My dad, like... It created a lot of anxiety for yes. her. Yes! Serious OCD. I mean, I have OCD myself. Like, the real kind, not like... Oh my god, I have OCD. Like, you know, when you say, when you just don't have your pencils in the right order. Like, no, no. Like, there are some people who really struggle with that, like me. But in my own household now, I let myself... I'm easy on myself. If I spill some flour on the counter, I'm like, no, it's fine. Okay, but the real weird thing in your house was the downstairs bathroom. Oh, okay. It was like my dad's bathroom. Like, like, like I have known you for 16 years. I used that bathroom once yeah. and then was told, next time can you use the upstairs bathroom? Yeah, my dad was really weird about his bathroom. Um, still kind of is. I mean, I only use it now when I like go home and visit and I'm like, well, someone's upstairs. But he now uses the upstairs bathroom. Okay. That's not cool. It's not cool. Years so, of torment, and now you can just use whatever bathroom you want? It, yeah. he it, That was specifically his bathroom. He wouldn't use ours. And then, like, all of a sudden I come home, things have changed. He's in the bathroom. I genuinely think it's because he got grandkids. He, like, loosened up a lot once the kids were born. No, he likes them, like, way better um, than me. But that's okay. I was just practice. But, yeah. And that, you were not an easy practice. No, I mean. Shannon used to have her parents house saved in her cell phone as with a and when they would call it would come a remote specifically her mother a picture of hitler would come up and the name was nazi headquarters and i remember thinking wow <laughs> that's so disrespectful it wasn't that it was disrespectful i was just like damn this she must have a tough mom like i just didn't understand that i guess i don't know whatever no yeah it was it was a rough it was a rough uh rough household but now it's not bad. No. Now you don't live there. I don't have to worry. I can mess up my own house. <laughs> um, all right. Now I pick a question? No, that was yours. Okay. Worst tattoo. Ooh, what's all that? There's just people outside. Okay. My worst tattoo was one I got when I was... Huh, how old was that? I don't think you were there. Um... I was either, I think I was like 16 going on 17, and in New York City, you can basically like find a place that'll do 
Oh, God. That whole... That was a bad day. Yeah. They'll do a tattoo basically on, like... You literally go in, like, a building and then you go down, like, another hallway and then there's, like, another hallway and, like, a secret dungeon. You go, like, behind a, a bookcase and... Turn around six times. Yeah. You have to, like, put a blindfold on, sign a waiver. Really don't have to sign anything, though. No. But um, I got a tattoo of a music note that I drew myself. I just figured they would redraw it, right? Like, a person who knows how to draw will redraw it. Oh, yeah. I drew it myself. And they, like, no. They put it straight on that paper, right on. And I was like, I wanted to put somewhere, like, I could hide. But I couldn't figure out, like, where on my body that was that day. So I just put it in the most (laughs) obvious place. I was like, what am I wearing? What won't show? All right, let's put smack dab on my boob so that anything I wear, you will see this fucking heinous tattoo that looks like I drew it on the Sharpie for the rest of my life. Sounds great. So that was my worst tattoo. Yeah. But I did recently get it covered up. It's no longer there. Which is kind of sad, but for the best. Oh, it's for the best, for sure. Um, Mine, I would probably say was... It was more so the tattoo experience. I don't really particularly hate any of my tattoos, but the first tattoo that I got, I was at my ex-boyfriend's brother's house, and his brother was practicing tattooing. So we did a tattoo in the living room by the light of the television, because it was a dark place, (laughs) and... I was like, I want a heart with, like, tiger stripes in it. Because mm-hmm. I was 18, and I thought that was cool and, like, seen or something. Um, because as a 30-year-old, I was looking back, and, like, I was trying so hard to be a seen girl. But, like, you can't be a seen girl if you go to Catholic school. It's just, like, impossible. Oh. I didn't have any piercings. I didn't have cool hair color. Like, I was just like, ah, I'm seen. I was like, no, no. you're a Catholic girl who – Catholic, not Catholic girl. I'm a Catholic school girl who just, like – wants to look edgy but you had the bangs and you had the dark hair and you and like the eyeliner that. like you pulled it off i had i was like seen light okay yeah 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 um anyway so i was like yeah i want this tattoo so i got the tattoo and like it was fine he used a single needle which for coloring it i don't even think he changed the needles between colors anyway long story short it got wildly infected and then imagine your skin with a heart on it and then the heart collapses into your skin as the rest of your leg swells i just don't and then someone i went to work and i didn't know how to take care of tattoos like now i have like a regimen like i clean it for the first few days i use this they give you instructions like when you're like in a basement when i asked him i said well how do i take care of it and he was like clean it okay Uh, okay with windex with what right (laughs) bleach (laughs) well it got so infected that someone poured peroxide on it and I think actually probably saved my life, probably because I was getting like sepsis or something. Christ. And I remember it hurt like so bad and it looked f- freaking gross. And then eventually I got it covered up, but there's still a scar of it under the other tattoo. But didn't, wasn't that like the logo for a wrestler? Oh, yes. Okay. Also, for the record, I let him do it the first time. And then the second time I let him try again. And then it got infected again, and I was like, okay, maybe it's just you. But then you filled it in with black. Yeah, and now, it, but you can still, I mean, you can see it. There's, like, still a scar. You oh, can yeah, see it, there. it looks really weird. It does. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't look that bad, um, but it is recognizable. Yeah, but the, but then we showed my friend TJ 
who has an, a really funny Dungeons and Dragons podcast, which the name escapes me right now, but it is The really Copper fun. Piece? The Copper Piece. It is really funny. I don't even play D&D and really have no interest in doing so, but I listen to it and I laugh because they're just funny and they talk, so yeah. if you want to check it out. Um, but I remember he saw it and he went, oh, you were a wrestling fan? And I was like, what? And he was like, oh, that's um, the Heartbreak Kids logo. And it turns out that I had Sean Hart's logo tattooed on my ankle and then when I took it to the tattoo guy to get it covered he went all right this is what I'm thinking and he drew it up and then instead of showing me what he was thinking he wrote wanna wrestle on it and I was like no um but yeah that was fun and then it turns out that the black heart is actually Owen Hart's signature little symbol as well black okay a black heart can be a black heart I know, but it was funny in the wrestling context. Okay, case. well, maybe you're just, like, dying to be a wrestler. Which is why my walk-on song would be Misery Business. Wow, brought it right back. Right back. It was an accident. Well, we did it. Um, but, yeah, that was definitely a bad tattooing experience. Um, and then we'll do, let's do one more. Okay. Is this the one that you this were laughing at? You know what? I want you to read it. Would, re- would you rather look like a potato or feel like a potato? <laughs> okay. Okay. So there's so many things to think about here. Would I rather look like a potato in, like, at, like, it's just like a potato at my desk? <laughs> like, I'm just a potato? Like a little brown potato sitting at my work desk or driving my car? <laughs> or would I be a human... That had, like, really rough brown skin and, like, little eyes all over me. Oh, my God. And, like, little roots. No. And then when it says feel like a potato, does that mean, like, I just feel very starchy? (laughs) Or is it, like, to the touch? What is it? That, yeah. What does that mean? I think it's how I Like, what do you feel like on the inside as a potato? Do you feel very, like, full? I don't know. Like, I just feel like I'm just, like, picturing, like, just like a mashed potato. Okay, well, like if I was a mashed potato, that'd be chill. Or like a big, like solid mashed potato. Oh, like you know when they do like uh, at catering halls, they'll like take the mashed potato and put it in like a little piping bag and like make it a twirl, and then they put that in the freezer, and then when they cook it, that's maybe. Have I only ever seen that? You're looking at me like you've never seen. I it before. don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I feel like my dad used to buy something from Costco that had like pre-made mashed potatoes that looked like little clouds. I think that I would rather feel like one. If, to the touch? To the touch. So you, if I touched you, you'd look like a human, but you'd have the touch of, you'd feel like a potato. <laughs> yes, but also I would feel very um, round and... Um, I might be a potato right now. Starchy. I think I am, actually. So, like, maybe let's just keep it that way. Yeah. I'm just going to keep being who I am. I'm going to just continue to feel like a potato. And if I'm a potato, I'm a potato. But it would be really funny if one day you just walked in and there was a potato at my desk. I'm like, not okay. Would you have the bangs? <laughs> oh, a little potato with hair. Yeah. Little bang. That would be kind of cute. So does the, like, what kind of legs do you have as a potato? Sticks. Are they like sticks? <laughs> like french fries. <laughs> so you just fried up your legs? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that settles it. We'll just feel like potatoes, but being a potato doesn't sound that fun. Because I assume that you'd have to, like, the ability to talk. It would have to all be, like... What if someone tried to eat you? 
Sounds like a Saturday night. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. Again, I'm the single one. <laughs> anyway, what? Okay. Hello. So next next part, let's move on from the the icebreakers because I feel the the ice has been broken. Yeah, it's there. Um, but if you want to recommend some icebreakers to us, please send them our way. Uh, we'll make an email, but for right now, you could probably text us. Yeah, because like, who is this even going to this, to this right now? Uh, anyway, um, last segment. Hopefully, you're still listening. If you aren't, that's okay because we went on a little long. But um, would be things that we recommend for right now. So my recommendation is to turn off the TV sometimes and put on something thought provoking, like a podcast. Or no, just put on a thought-provoking podcast. So whether it's something just to make you laugh or whatever, but, like, I find that I waste so much time just watching, like, trash television. And I mean, like, trash, trash. And, like, don't get me wrong. I love live PD, but, like, it's not doing anything for me. Aside from, like, how to know, just to be, like, just to help me say, like, thank God I'm not that guy. Yeah, like, or also how to um, respond when you're pulled over. Like, everyone has only ever had two drinks. Have you had any drinks tonight? Yeah. How many? Two. two. It's always two. It's always two. Honestly, we've made a fun drinking game out of it, too. Yeah. Every time someone they said they've only had two drinks, take a drink. You'll be drunk by, like, 20 minutes in. I know. It's amazing. Um, but, yeah, sometimes you just got to turn off TV. So, podcasts that I've been listening to recently, I love This Is Actually Happening. It's, like, first-person storyteller, all sorts of crazy stories, interesting, like, just vignettes of people's lives. Um, but I recently listened to one about this girl. The most recent one was this girl whose family was in the Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, and this like horrible thing that happened to them. I don't want to spoil it because I do want people to listen to it. But I was, though I kept listening to it before I fell asleep. So it took me like four nights to actually finish it. But I listened to it this morning and I, I'll be walking around. I'd be like, oh my God. But also <laughs> I don't know very much about Jehovah's Witnesses. So I thought that was very interesting. I knew a Jehovah's Witness once. Oh. Yeah. She was like, she seemed chill, but like everyone was like, she won't be friends with you because they're not allowed to have friends. They're not? Unless they're Jehovah's Witness. Oh. Yeah. It's very, it was very interesting. Everybody's different. Yeah. Um, but I also really like uh, Secret Keepers Club. That one's pretty funny to me. Um, it's Car- Carly Aquilino and Emma Wilman. Wilman, I think it is. Um, they're two comedians. And they get questions in from their audience that are anonymous, like dating questions. Um, And it's really funny. And it helps me think about situations that I've been in or like if I was faced that, what would I would do? So similar to the the inspo of this podcast was like, I want to do that for other people because it's really helpful. I find myself like finishing their sentences when they're giving us like advice to people and like, oh, okay, we're on the same page. So those are, that's what I recommend. Turn off the TV and turn on a podcast. Um, so my recommendation is literally the opposite. Um, turn the TV back on. And if you just are sick with the flu like I was, just put on Netflix and watch Pen15. It's amazing. It is amazing. Um, no, it's not Netflix. Did I say Netflix? It's Hulu. It's Hulu. And it's these, um, so two 30-year-old women, they portray... They're 17-year-old selves. No. 13-year-old selves. 13-year-old selves. She's had a couple of beers. I'm sorry. Um, and basically just takes you back to when you were in the seventh grade. If you are our age, because, you know, that's People why you're age. here, um, you can relate to this pretty hard. But I also feel like 
I have to, my niece is 13, I have to imagine she's still going through some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, the difference is that social media and, like, technology is in their lives now, so they can connect, but which makes it worse because the bullying isn't worse. Yeah. I'm sure, but, like, for her, like, my niece definitely struggled with a lot of stuff that I struggled with. Like, she is almost six feet tall. Mm -hmm. She's been a size 10 shoe since she was 10 years old. She is. Um, She's an incredibly talented dancer, but she's, like, a... Not a big girl, but she's just, like, not a, a stick. But she's super talented and whatever. But, like, I know when she was, like, eight or nine, like, somebody was like, oh, what, are you pregnant? Because she had a little belly. And it's like, um, I, I'm nine. And I'm not, I mean, you could be pregnant at nine. Which is horrifying. I mean. About. But, yeah, she is nine. And so people need to, like, fuck off. But, like, all of her friends are still, like, under four feet tall. Right, you know what I mean? Like, right. they're tiny. And so, like, watching this and, like, watching girls just try to, like, be cool, but then, like, doubt themselves or, like, not get the reaction they were hoping for. Like, one of the things that the one character says, like, sometimes that's what, sometimes ignoring people for years at a time is what love is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. So true. Um, but, yeah, this is your recommendation. Yeah, yeah. Very validating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're that age, you just think that... No one else feels the same way you do. And then you look back and you're like, this is me. And so it's like, okay, we all felt the same way. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know. It's really funny. It just makes me feel better. It's super easy to binge. I think I finished it in like a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was great. And like even my husband loved it. I thought that like he was going to hate it and be like, oh, bye. But he just like was really into it. So, he identified, I think, with the 13-year-old boys. In with the boys, yeah. yeah. Like, there's not... And it's so funny how, like, short the boys always are, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Like, I was 5'6 when I was, like, 12, so I get it. Yeah. All the boys... Oh, my God, the shrimpy, shrimpy boys. Shrimpy, shrimpies. And the tall boys were all very awkward. Oh, yeah. So I the mean, shrimpy boys, they had, like, a lot of chutzpah and charisma. I'm thinking of a couple right now. <laughs> And I'd always be like, I like him. No, I like him. And then I started realizing no one liked me because I was gargantuanly tall and right. fat, which is fine. I don't mind being a fat person, but I it was really torturous. So it was like any time I had a boy, I never dated a boy that went to my school. I've never dated a guy that went to school with my whole life. Hmm. Um, because I was like, I'm going to outsource because these boys already have an opinion it's like of me. It's like so... Oh, that's so true. But mm-hmm. it's like so fun to outsource too. Because you're like, um, you don't know him. Like, he goes like to our another school. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he did. You know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say something actually, but... This is such a disgusting side. Anyway, in the, the very short relationship that we had, I would touch his pee-pee. But he would never touch mine. Ever. It scared him. I mean... Well, is, is Catholic a complex school? thing. Yeah, but it wasn't like we were at school. It was like we were on our little like boyfriend girlfriend like makeout de- deck. No deck. <laughs> we had a makeout deck, makeout sesh. You have like a special place for that? No, but I just remember like I'd be like hee hee, and he'd be like I'm not no, and I was like this feels wrong. Even because though- it's like an abyss. You can't just like it's not that big. No, oh, I don't mean it that way. <laughs> Like, I was a child, you sicko. <laughs> it wasn't like a... But to them, that's like, oh. Yeah. I mean, it much. was definitely like, it was too much. But thus are the inequalities between men and women. And we could go on for hours. Wow, and we could. But hopefully you've enjoyed hanging out with us for a little bit. And send us icebreakers if you ever hear this. And hopefully it was funny. 
Okay. Bye. 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 Oh, boy. Not bye yet. Can't figure out how to stop it. Bye.